You're listening to What is the Event Podcast. To what is the event podcast? The first podcast dedicated to the event on NBC, your place to talk about the event. Hello, and welcome back to what is the event podcast? The first podcast dedicated to the event on NBC. And as we mentioned last week, Saturday marked our one year anniversary. Um, so thanks to everyone who's participated this last year, whether it be through tweets or emails or phone calls, voicemails, whatever. Uh, I do appreciate that. And tonight will be one of our last episodes, I guess, unless we get the information here in the next you know, few weeks or months that the show has been picked up for season two by some other network. The rumors are saying Netflix is a possibility. We haven't had anything confirmed with anything else other than the fact that NBC has not picked it up for the fall schedule. And so I guess we will see what happens with that and tonight we do have some little event news to get into prior to the show as we like to do pretty much every week we start off a little bit of event news we get into the revent cap for the final episode of the event we'll get into a little bit of my erratic event theory of the week which may be the erratic event theory of the year <laughs> or something i don't know i'm gonna have to rechange the name for the night and then we'll get into some of your feedback in the event line and there won't be any slightly spoiler sections because there's not an episode next week and there possibly might not be any more episodes of the event. So stay tuned for that. And we would love to hear from you. Now, one thing, I'll mention this again later. I definitely would like to hear your thoughts on tonight's episode, the finale. And then also I'd like to hear your thoughts on what you would hope to see if there's a season two or not. Either way, like what would you like to have happen uh, next go next go around? I mean, you know, some of these characters that we love, um, or hate, perhaps. <laughs> what would you like to see them do or not do? I guess too in the next season, if they're, you know, what, what's your ideas? Would love for you to share that with us, and you can do that in a lot of different ways. And we've always shared these with you. You can do that on Twitter at Event Podcast. You can do that on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Event Podcast. Email us at What Is the Event Podcast. Also call us at seven seven three four one Event, and you can visit our website, What Is the Event Podcast dot com. There's all sorts of ways you can you know, comment and do things there too. So we would love to hear your thoughts, again, on the finale tonight, the season as a whole. How do you think the story should continue? If there's a season two or if there's not a season two, what what would you hope to see next? If we get enough of those, you know, we'll keep going with the show for the next few weeks. Um, it depends on you. I guess at this point how, how many more episodes there are uh, and until you know more news is out there. Because if there's not much news, there's not much need for a show. Uh, <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll just let that you know take its course as it goes. So... Without any further ado, we're going to jump over into a little bit of event news. From the What is the Event podcast studios, it's the event news with Jimmy in Georgia. Now one thing, uh, last Monday we did not mention, uh, there was a post on the Truth Seeker called Dog Day Afternoon. It's a little audio clip. Truth Seeker is basically saying they're getting closed in on. They have to run away and try not to get caught. Which is, you know, kind of the things they do there. And also kind of brief little event news here. Last week's numbers were pretty much similar to the previous weeks as far as the 18 and 49 year old rating, as far as overall rating, for around 4 million total. So it didn't really change any after the fact people, you know, it was announced that it was being canceled. So that's good. 
I'd say. And then tonight's numbers I would hope would be up. But then again, you got the dancing with the stars finale. And you have the Bachelor thing starting. I'm not sure when Dancing with the Stars ends and when that starts. But I know both those are going on tonight, which are pretty popular. Don't know if the shows over on CBS are new tonight or not. I don't think they are. They might be. But uh, I definitely know all that plays into account since those two networks pretty much are number one, number two on Monday night. But anyway. All right. Well, we also have some stuff over at The Event Is Coming, which has been pretty quiet most of this spring, I guess you'd say. There's a couple things there. There was one post from the 19th. That said, that's a wrap, uh, and it has a few things there, some different uh, stuff exploding and pictures of the pilot and different things, and you can go there, and it basically just says, you know, thanks to all the people who worked on the website, thanks for all of us who've, you know, shared the memories of the season with them, and then also there was a post today, the 23rd, uh, leading up to tonight's big finale. It's It was something called Something Big is Coming, you know, if you've already seen the show, you're listening to this podcast, uh, <laughs> there's definitely no spoilers or anything there. But uh, it definitely just has some like hype for the for the last episode, and also they're encouraging you to check out Dempsey's office over on the NBC dot com site, which is something I really haven't done. I, I've looked at that once. Uh, I know some people are really into that kind of stuff, and I'm just like, yeah. Honestly, it's one of those things. If it's not in the show, the show is the canon for for the most part. Most of these type of things, a lot of times the website stuff is not you know true part of the real story, like with Lost or something. Uh, I don't know. Like with Dempsey, they killed him off. So if he was important, there was something they needed to tell us about him. That should have been in the show. It shouldn't have been on a website. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about that anyway. But anyway, they said there, go to Dempsey's office area of the NBC.com website and something will be waiting for us, I guess, after the episode airs. And they have some behind-the-scenes photos and stuff. So anyway, check that out if you'd like to. As always, I encourage you guys to do that. And... We're going to jump into our re-event cap, the part of the show where we recap the event, uh, possibly for the final time. So, check it out. The re-event cap, the portion of the show where we recap the event. We're going to jump into the re-event cap, the part of the show where we recap the event. And tonight is no different. We started off with the previous thing on the event. We hear about Dempsey, we hear again about the star being imploding, three parallel distribution channels, Leela's infected, they've got to go through this data, Martinez knows Jarvis tried to kill him, and the ray is activated. That was all last week's episode, pretty much. <laughs> I guess I could do a recap like that, huh? But anyway, Sterling uh, called a specialist from the CDC, and someone's coming to help Leela, which is good, because she looks to be dying. Simon does say they're immune, his people. The CDC crew get there. They take her away to be treated. Sterling finds the little model they created of how the virus will spread and is able to track it to where it would start. And they find that they also are using these pressurized aerosol containers. We see Sophia and Carlos, and they're hearing that the teams are in place, and she tells the guy to stop and just because it would be safer. And an earthquake happens, and it's really violent, and it's shaky, and crashes, and just crazy stuff going on. With the portal being opening, uh... And, you know, they're cracking through the space. It was going to do some crazy stuff to the Earth's atmosphere. And that was kind of interesting. We hear on the news that a 4.6 earthquake, you know, struck the East Coast. And geologists could not find a fault that would have caused it. And later on in the show, we hear more and more of those type of things. Sterling's on the phone with the president. He shares about the three places where the releases are to take place. The president, with the help of Peel, is able to get two of those teams sent out to try to stop the virus from being spread to the engraving plant and to the food processing plant. Um, Simon suggests calling in a bomb threat to Dulles since the president 
Jarvis, acting president, would not shut it down. So the Fantastic Four has to go and save the day. And that would, would of course, be Sterling Simon, Vicky, and Sean. Um, Jarvis would not listen to Martinez. He thinks he's trying to play him for a fool like everyone else does. And basically says some some things about how if he tries to criminate Jarvis, he would just look crazy. And that would not help his case at all with the cabinet. And he's in no shape to lead the country. Just kind of the same things he said last week. Jarvis calls Sophia after this little conversation because he's been told by the president about the virus being released on U.S. soil. And she's still kind of giving him the rigmarole about, you'll lead the new world and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and yeah, Jarvis isn't the brightest bulb. And actually, I missed a little bit of the show right here. I don't know how much. Like, my signal just kind of went out for a few minutes, but I don't know. I don't think I missed too much. After the commercial break, we hear about Mount Shasta and some new lava flows and an eruption concern on the news. And then President and Mrs. Martinez and Peel are together. Mrs. Martinez is still very concerned about Elias because of his health, that he could die. Um, we see the strike team moving into the food processing plant. Uh, they move in quickly, and we see the guys up on, like, the little scaffolding. They're able to take them down. Only a little bit of the virus is released. Um, and Peel does mention that a little bit later. We also see the, the team move into the U.S. Bureau of Engraving, and they shoot to kill the uh, non-terrestrials, uh, and uh, they secure the canister there. One of the non-terrestrials, Devin, does manage to escape for a few minutes, though. And the uh, Fantastic Four arrive over at Dallas, and they're on the way to the baggage claim number three. Sophia is supposed to meet her people at the International Terminal, and one of the uh, non-terrestrials there is going through the security guards station after he was like collecting contraband or whatnot. And the TMI guard, <laughs> sharing too much information about some handcuffs and stuff, lets him pass on through with the canister full of the deadly virus. And so Sophia is pulled aside for a random security check, which kind of freaks her out a little bit. And uh, her phone's ringing, and uh, you know, it just kind of looks kind of precarious for her there for a little while. And anyway, she does get the call from Devin, saying that he could not reach the guys over at the food processing plant, and that the team stopped him before they could release the virus at the engraving bureau. Then we go over to the cabinet meeting. Peel says the pathogen, a little bit of it was released over there at the food processing plant, but it was contained by a biohazard team. And as Martinez is coming into the room, he's given a standing ovation, but then he kind of goes to his point of view where everything's kind of blurry and the sound is kind of off. And then he falls to the ground. Doesn't necessarily pass out, but he definitely is having some issues. We get back from the commercial break. We go to the baggage claim three. We hear over the intercom is closed. Sterling and Simon talk with the too much information guard, and the guy wants some some ID. He doesn't believe them. They're saying they were the government or whatever. So finally, Sterling pulls a gun. They don't know what happened after this though, but he does tell them that the guy came through there a few minutes ago, the one they're looking for, the agent for Sophia. I don't, I don't know. Get really give his name. They, they meet up with Carlos and Sophia, and then Sean and Vicky kind of show up out of nowhere, and they take cover. Sean or Vicky, I'm not sure which, shoots this random guy, the red shirt, if you will. And uh, not that he was wearing a red shirt, he's wearing a white shirt. Just a Star Trek reference there. But anyway, he uh, he gets taken down. Sophia takes off. Carlos is kind of covering her. And then Vicky kind of makes her way towards him, trying to stop him while Sean goes after Sophia. And just before old Carlos is about to release this deadly virus, Sterling comes at it from behind and shoots him in the shoulder and stops him. So it's pretty, it's pretty exciting stuff there. Next, we see over at the White House that Jarvis is trying to plant some seeds of doubt in the cabinet members' uh, minds, pretty much. And then, I guess, I'm not sure who this lady was supposed to be, but she, she was about to say that the petition to reinstate Martinez was going to be taken off the table. But then Martinez 
and his wife walk in with her help quite often. Uh, he was not looking too great there. And he's able to go take a seat. And Jarvis keeps saying how great Martinez is and how wonderful he's been a president, blah, 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 flattery. And But he's basically, in the end of it all, says he's not able to lead right now. He's looking forward to that he could. Martinez tells the cabinet there's a mass tragedy that he's trying to prevent and that Jarvis is responsible for what happened to him, that Jarvis is working with Sophia to release this virus. You know, maybe not on purpose. He, he forgot his exact words there, but basically he was saying that. Jarvis unintentionally, perhaps, was working with Sophia to release this virus. And Jarvis is, you know, outraged <laughs> by these accusations. And finally, the president, it's a smart one, pulls out the audio recording of their conversation earlier of how Jarvis was saying, oh, I poisoned you, and blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> that was kind of funny. I like that. I tweeted about that. Martinez is great right there. So that was probably his best moment, I think, for me, maybe the, ever. <laughs> and then we see um, Martinez is shutting down Dallas Airport, and somebody asked about Jarvis, and he's like, who? <laughs> uh, we see um, Sean still looking for Sophia. He sees her kind of across the way there, and it's O.J. Simpson time. For all you older listeners who might remember, he was a uh, football star, and he was in commercials where he ran and jumped through the airport. But anyway, random old school reference there for you. And then we see Sophia hiding in the Avius Air Lounge. That's the first time we've seen Avius Air in quite a while on the show. And Sean is trying to beat on the door to get in. Vicky sees him, the him, and then she sees that the flights are being canceled. We see a strike team arrive at the airport. Vicky tells Sean that the other two locations have been neutralized. Basically, this is the point of the episode where Sean is almost back in episode one mode where he's talking to someone through a door trying to convince him not to do something, which I thought made a really good bookend for the season. And he's you know telling Sevilla, the virus has been neutralized. There's nothing you can do here. This isn't going to kill anybody other than the people in this building. It's not going to spread. It's not going to do what you intended it to do. It would just be murder and you don't want that. And you came here in peace and all these things. He's trying to remind her of what she told him when they first met. And eventually, after a few minutes, she finally does turn the little power off. She unlocks the door, walks out. And I was kind of expecting her to get shot, but she didn't. She was taken into custody. And we cut over and we see that Lita's in the hospital. She's awake. The doctor tells her that the spread of the virus has been stopped, at least in part, thanks to Sean Walker. And there's something else they found in her labs. And I'm sure everybody and their brother is like, oh, she's pregnant. And she was. (laughs) And then we see that there's, I guess, a biohazard team is scanning people before they leave the airport. Sean is scanned, he's clean, and Vicky gets up and go, goes to be scanned. And then Simon tells Sean some more stuff, like he started to last week, saying that their people were here before us, it was their home. They left because they were afraid if they stayed here, something would happen to them, which they call the event. That at some point they would evolve into something else, something greater, but our people would not survive it. And so, <laughs> that was just kind of weird. And he says all the answers are hidden in the scroll, where we come from and how it all ends. And I haven't done it yet. I'm going to do it in just a few minutes. Nick Waters said go to the website, look at Dempsey's office to find out something after the episode. And I'm going to see if there's anything there. It's pretty soon. But anyway, Sterling um, is back at the White House with Martinez. Sterling and the president shake hands and the president thanks him for saving his life. And he wants to know how these people are going to get and when and how can they stop it. Simon tells him that the portal is how. They're not sure where that is, but around 2.5 billion people are coming and she has no choice because of the supernova situation there. Her son, their planet's being irradiated. Uh, they do find an NSA report that a satellite was adjusted over Tibet, and it didn't take too long to find some electromagnetic radiation, and they found the portal array. And 
Then we see Sterling wanting to know what ha- what's happening. And we see video footage from all over the world, from Cape Town, from Cindy, um, with earthquakes and all these crazy things. Kind of like um, what Harold Camping was predicting for Saturday, which didn't happen. But anyway, <laughs> we, uh, we move on there. We see Vicky and Sean in the waiting room. And Sean refuses the coffee she offers. The doctor says that he's been cleared to see Layla. And then Vicky has this kind of touching moment with him. Like, I don't know. I guess she's kind of given up the fact. I guess she just assumes Sean wants to be with Layla or whatever. And she's just like, you know, I didn't go with this willingly, but you've protected my family by doing this and all this other stuff. And she thanks him and says goodbye. But I'm like, she is in love with him. So what's going on with that? (laughs) Whatever. We cut back over to the president's office. We hear that New Orleans is being hit by two disasters. So probably an earthquake and a flood since they're so, so below sea level and everything. And then we see Sophia's brought into the office. Martinez tells her that they've identified the portal array. Simon told them everything they know that's all over, that she's lost. And she, he says, we've stopped you. And then she says that she ordered the spread of the virus as an act of mercy. And that now the only choice is far from humane. And it's too late. And then we have an earthquake hitting Washington, D.C. The sky is lighting up. We see the portal up in the sky. We see Vicky looking at it. We see Sean and Layla looking up at it. There's just confusion everywhere in the streets. And Mrs. Martinez and the long-lost son, we talked about a couple weeks ago, are out inside. And the entire planet from the other galaxy is brought through the portal. Which surprised me. I was thinking of ship. Like I talked about that last week. I didn't think people were just going to walk out of there. But it was the entire planet. And granted, it's not that big. It's probably maybe twice the size of our moon, it looked like. But still, it's a pretty large planet (laughs) that came through. And now a moon, I guess, technically. That was pretty interesting. I like that. And then the sun, little Martina says, what's that? And Mrs. Martinez says, it's home. We we, we all kind of knew she was non-terrestrial whatever you want to call these people now. I don't know. But yeah, we all knew she was one of them. So that wasn't a big surprise, I don't think. But, oh, the, the coolest thing, I was like, somebody at uh, the event is a Star Wars fan because that totally reminds me of Tatooine and its dual moons. I just remember that kind of iconic scene of first Star Wars where Luke is looking out at the horizon. There's two, I'm pretty sure it's moons, out there in the Tatooine skies. And... Definitely got that Star Wars vibe from that last moment there. And I wanted to tweet about that, but I don't want to ruin that because I, I was surprised by that. I, that was one of the probably, probably the biggest surprise of the season for me. I mean, we all knew they were coming. Didn't really know exactly how. Wasn't expecting the entire planet. So that was pretty awesome. And I guess we'll go from here into the erratic event theory of the year or something. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, the last one for the season, at least. And my erratic event theory of the week this week is that I don't think the earthquakes and the flooding and whatever else was going on would stop. I mean, the moon controls the tides pretty much on our planet, the way it you know, orbits the planet. And, and now we have this new body out there, a second moon rotating around the Earth. That's going to throw off a lot of stuff. So <laughs> definitely still a lot of death and destruction to go. And uh, like she said, there's less humane things coming. They're obviously more advanced so- society than we are with their technology, with their portals, with their spacecraft, 
they could pretty much easily wage war against us, I would think, unless they're just depleted of, of resources. I mean, that would be the thing, because their planet is kind of being destroyed here. If they're not completely de- depleted on resources on their little planet, they could they could take us out pretty good. So I think if there were a second season, we would have more of a, uh, a War of the Worlds type thing going on, where there is actual fighting and not just drama 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 like this season it would be more sci-fi action battles and killing and destruction and all those kind of things that go along with a lot of the sci-fi movies with aliens and i guess technically we shouldn't call them aliens if they were originally earthlings i don't know i still one thing i guess i was thinking about too with with simon what he was saying about his people and them being here first how does how do we know that's true he doesn't know everything he doesn't know where the portal array was so how does he how do we expect to believe that he knows everything about his people um, this whole story with the Sentinels and trying to protect the people from Earth, I mean, that's, I don't know, how does that play into this whole whole picture of things? I guess it makes sense a little bit if the these people, Shaman's people, are going to eventually evolve into something else that would you know, kill humanity, that there would be a group of people trying to protect us from that, keep them away. Um, that does make sense, but I don't know. I don't know. I definitely would like to hear more about that. Um, if there is any more continuations of this show as a season two for something like Netflix or a comic book novel, anything, I don't, I don't, I don't know how this all works exactly with properties such as this. If NBC, I guess, doesn't own anything in here, if they're shopping it around, maybe Steve Stark's productions own the rights to most of these things and NBC was just the distributor. I really don't understand how that works, but I would like to see the story continue in some way. If it is a graphic novel, if it is I mean, anything, I would like to hear what happens next. I'd like to know more about these beings, whatever they are. But anyway, that's going to wrap up my little event theory of the week section. And we're going to hop into our little um, event line where we have some listener feedback. We are now entering the portion of the show referred to as the event line. Well, I did go take a look at Dempsey's office. I didn't see anything like, I don't know, anything out of the unusual, ordinary there. All right, we're going to jump into the event line. A little bit of interactions here for the week. It was kind of a slow week, but hey, the show's been canceled, so didn't super surprise me that it wasn't quite as uh, eventful. <laughs> Eventful, get it? Eventful. Um, this week as it has been, and you know, back before. But anyway, last Friday we had several follow Fridays from the event underscore community, Wild Celtic One, Iowa underscore Card. We also got gratitude from Iowa underscore Card, which is nice. Also a follow Friday from the event fanatic. I think I, I mentioned this a while back. Iowa underscore Card sent us a, a, a message. Uh, with some current events. It's kind of a Twitter newspaper thing I mentioned a while back. It's pretty cool. Got a Follow Friday from Random City Podcast. Seamless self-promotion that I don't ever really update that podcast anymore. Well, I, have, I did, but then I haven't for a while. But anyway. <laughs> and also, the Event Fan Central said on May 21st, May 21st, Judgment Day is not the event. At Event Podcast, the event. And the Event Fanatic says, At Event Fan Central, May 21st. And kind of retweeting that. Advent Fan Central, May 21st, Judgment Day is not the event. Well, today isn't Judgment Day. That's Monday, Advent Podcast, the event at Netflix. And also the Event Fan Central says, What is the event podcast? It's now one year old as of yesterday. And that was on May 22nd, which is true. I've celebrated an anniversary, which is fun, even though it's kind of sad since the show 
looks like it's probably over. Uh, still fun to have a, an anniversary of the show, of our show anyway. And then also, uh, Event Fan Central said to at Vertigo Monster, you should keep listening to them and What Is Event Podcast. And I'm assuming he's talking about the event cast. Both great podcast and the event. And then, uh, you know, tonight, uh, uh, several times for people's input from the Twitter community and uh, a few things to get into back around 9.30-ish or something. Jay Dewar for she mentioned several people here. It said at event podcast, at the event fanatic, at the the TV event wiki, at the TV event, at the event live, at the event fan, NBC the event, at the event underscore TV. Let's go. As did CW3PR. Same message. Also from April Contessa. At event podcast. Great finale. We want more. Now what? The event. Joel in Texas. Um, retweeted my post I put earlier, said the event has a great finale. Urban Politics said Adamant Podcast, best show ever. Uh, it's interesting what Jay Dwarf for she said. She said, at April Contessa, Adamant Podcast, that was terrible, dot, dot, dot. Probably the worst I've seen in a TV show. No questions answered. There definitely were a lot of unanswered questions, but I mean, I guess a lot of that is the whole fact that they, I mean, I guess they kind of knew, I would assume, to some degree, their show was in trouble. But I do think they wrote this as a season finale, not a series finale, especially the fact that they've uh, been shopping the show around. They weren't ready to give up and just end it. And I do think it's interesting. We, well, she said there's no, no questions answered. There was one question answered for sure. The, what the event is, the event isn't the people coming here. It's not the virus. It's the fact that at some point, if our people apparently stay here on the planet long enough, if what Simon says is true, they'll evolve into something else. It means some sort of angelic thing or whatever We've heard theories on and the phylum and all these other things, so who knows. Uh, but apparently whatever would happen to them if they stay on Earth long enough is the event. So that, that is one question to answer. Granted, we don't have a lot of information about it, but that's something. We um, got retweeted by the event cast when I said Advent Podcast. Well, that was me. <laughs> said, by far the best episode of the season for the event at Netflix. Will you pick up the event for season two? Question mark. Netflix. Um, B Week 79 says, I want a season two at Netflix at Advent Podcast. And then April Contessa replied back to at Jadwar for she. It was a cliffhanger. Solved some things like the poison and left us with more questions to tune in next season. That event podcast. Good reply there. Um, also, the event fanatic asked, I guess it was about 1037. At event podcast, when are you releasing the podcast? The event, the event, Netflix. And speaking of Twitter, one thing I did tonight that I have not done before. Um, I sent out two tweets with several of the sponsors I saw in commercials tonight for the event, and I followed them all on Twitter as well. Um, I sent out two tweets that said thanks to bl- at BlackBerry, at PetSmart, at Kraft Foods, at Geico, at Taco Bell, at Sprint, at Applebee's for sponsoring the event on NBC. And then also thanks to at Honda, at Weight Watchers, at Farmers Group, at Publix Markets, at Ford for sponsoring the event. And I saw some truck fans do that not too long ago, so that's a good idea. And so... I did that tonight. So, <laughs> yes. So, thanks to all the sponsors who helped bring us the show, and perhaps um, with their help, we could have a another season of the show. Who knows? We'll see soon, I'm sure, or maybe not so soon. I, I don't know how long that process would take, or how long they would really pursue that before they're like, "Okay, guys, sorry." I don't know. I mean, people need work. People, you know, need jobs, and I know it's probably a little easier for maybe some of the people in front of the camera then maybe some of the people behind the camera to to wait around for something. Uh, but I know, you know, just in general, people who want to work, if they're writers, they want to ride. If they're actors, they want to act. If they're directors, they want to direct. And so they can't wait around for forever to see if there's a second season. I would hope they would wait long enough 
if there is one. Uh, like I said, I don't know how long that, that would take. Yeah, but that would stink if all of a sudden Blair Underwood signed on with something else or Sean Walker or, John Walker or Jason Ritter or whoever. I don't know. We'll see. All right, a couple more things from Twitter. The Event Fanatic also said, at Event Podcast, I have a recording on its way, the event. And then uh, also tweeted me and direct messaged me and said, at Event Podcast, I just sent you a link for what I recorded for you. Time to walk the dog. West Coast, hopefully I'll be back. The event. And so we're going to get into his call here in just a second. It's not really a call. This is audio that he recorded and sent in to us, and you can do the same if you'd like. Uh, you can email it to us or direct message us on Twitter or something. But anyway, here we go with Brian's call, the event fanatic. Hi, this is Brian Malosh, the event fanatic on Twitter, and I am webmaster of theeventfanatic.com. What an awesome episode this was. Uh, great end of the season. It would be a great end of the first season going into the second season. However, right now there is no second season. I'm hopeful that Nick Waters and Steve Stark and the rest of the producers of the event will be able to find a new home for the event. Or somehow NBC decides to change its mind. So a campaign that I put together, I think... You know, we should still send mail to NBC. It, it certainly won't hurt. And uh, I would also suggest that we start to send things to Sci-Fi and Netflix. I don't have those contacts on the website yet, but I ho- will hopefully get them up in a couple of days, and I'll uh, let you know once I have that. But we mustn't give up hope. And this was an awesome finale. And that should say something. And, you know, if you look at the response on Twitter, I think uh, it's almost unanimously uh, that it was an awesome finale. Um, Many people said, that's it? That's the show finale? Well, of course it's not supposed to be the show finale. It's supposed to be the season finale. We want more. So, anyway, um, Jimmy, thank you for all you've done with the podcast. I'll keep going with my event fanatic, and I don't want to forget uh, the other site that I contribute to, which is savetheevent.blogspot.com. Expect some more updates for both sites over the next several days and a couple of weeks, and uh, watch my Twitter, which is the event fanatic, and I'll post and retweet whatever I see. any news about the show so anyway great finale talk to you soon all right we'll check out um those two sites the eventfanatic.com and save the event.blogspot.com for the latest information about what you might be able to do to help to save the event and we'll see what happens and definitely like he said this was a season finale not a series finale and there were a lot of people on twitter tonight saying it was good they want more and maybe we'll get it <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Brian. Appreciate what you're doing for the show. You and Jacob as well um, with both of your sites. Well, that's going to be about time to wrap up our probably longest episode of the season for What is the Event podcast. We don't have anything to you know, talk about for next week's episode or anything like that. Uh, definitely we'll come back with some news when we have it. Uh, you'll see it first definitely on our Twitter account, and then you can also find it at whatisthevenpodcast.com. Um, and then we have... 
some good or bad news, I guess, here in the near future. We'll definitely have at least uh, one more podcast unless there's, you know, like I said earlier, if you share, you know, what you thought of the season finale, what you thought of the whole season, what you're hoping to see or would like to see if there is or if there's not a season two, how you think the story should continue, you share those type of things. We'll definitely um, have a few more podcasts coming in the, you know, the next few weeks. But, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see how that goes. But anyway, we will see you next time on What Is Event Podcast. And don't forget, you can contact us at Event Podcast on Twitter, Facebook.com forward slash Event Podcast. Also, WhatIsEventPodcast.com. You can email us at WhatIsEventPodcast at gmail.com. And you can call us at 773-41-EVENTS. And thank you for listening to What Is Event Podcast, the first podcast dedicated to the event on NBC. And we'll see you next time. Peace out, everybody. He's going to tell them about the event.